Hey, millionaire babes. Are you tired of being burned out, stressed out when it comes to your business and ready to finally make the money you desire? Well, I am here to help. I am Brianna Michelle, a.k.a. The Millionaire Babe, broke wedding pro, turned six-figure earner in one year, and now a million-dollar brand, helping you do the same. I help heart-centered people pleasers ignite their personal power and turn their dreams into dollars to live the life they've always imagined. Through sharing success stories and providing tips on marketing mindset and manifestation, it's time for you to step into our world and let's discover together your future millionaire babe self. Hello, hello, Millionaire Babes, and welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Babe Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Michelle, and it is the last day of May. I am recording this on May 31st. I batch and pre-record my podcast, so I am about to go through a three-part series of three episodes that are all going to kind of tie in together. Um, I'll explain what those are in a little bit. But first, I want to celebrate our client, Mariana, who is closing May with, I think she's going to hit 40K or just shy of a $40,000 month in her bridal hair and makeup business. I'm so excited for you. I'm so proud of you. This is such a huge, huge, huge milestone. And I just hope that you are celebrating tremendously. Um, Love, love, love to celebrate all of our clients here on the Millionaire Babe podcast. So I just wanted to give a shout out to her today. Okay, so today we are going to talk about how to have successful trials. And this is something that's near and dear to my heart, but this is going to piggyback. This is going to go through, we're going to go through a three podcast series. So you're going to want to tune in um, all throughout the month of June to listen to these. So the first one we're going to do is how to have successful trials. And then over the next couple weeks, the week after, we're going to drip out different ways to raise your rates in a saturated market. And then we're going to close the month of June with how to create consistent income, but specifically things we don't do in our business in order to create consistent four-figure months, 10K months. Okay. So we're going to kind of go back to the basics of things. And the reason why I wanted to go back to the basics specifically within this series is because things have really shifted in the bridal business over the last like two years, even. I mean, it's drastically different. There are some things that are very, very, very similar. Um, but how we're getting clients is changing. How consumer behavior is changing where brides are, how they're wanting to spend their money is changing. And so that's why I want to go back. So June is all going to be about going back to basics, which is how to attract clients, how to have successful trials, how to book clients, and how to create that consistent income. Okay, so let's dive in. I want to start with um, how to have successful trials. Now, I 
have, I've always suffered from anxiety. Okay. And I just get really excited sometimes and the flooding of emotions overtakes me and I have to really be mindful of my anxiety. And so when I was starting out within my bridal business, gosh, 20 years ago, maybe 19, 20 years ago, I would get extreme anxiety when it came to me having to do a trial. I dreaded trials and I dreaded trials so much that it completely would dehabilitate me. And there were, and that was actually the whole thought that I had to do a trial really prevented me from growing my business more quickly than it did. So, um, that really, really, really hindered me. And I'm sure there's some of you out there, especially if you're an introvert like myself that had the same that has, or had the same kind of experiences where you felt like, gosh, if I have to do trials all the time and hope somebody would like, like my work and book me, why am I doing this? Why am I putting myself through this? Right? So if you suffer from trials at all and suffer from major anxiety from trials, please send me a DM on Instagram at the millionaire babe underscore. I really would love to connect with you. But anyway, I used to just really, really struggle with trials. And so one of the things that really helped me throughout um, this process and getting over this hump was really creating a structure around my trials that set myself up for success. Okay. So I want to really dive in what that actually looks like. So number one, having a understanding of what the expectations are in a bride's mind around a trial. This is golden. Have you ever stopped to think about why there seems to be this conception or this like thought process that the trial is supposed to be like the perfect thing? Like the bride's going to go in, the bride's going to go to her trial and she's going to have her trial session and it's going to be perfect and everything's going to be perfect. Like, have you ever stopped to think about that? about like what your bride and what your client, potential client is actually thinking of when she goes into a trial, really having a clear understanding of what her expectations are and what she's expecting of you and the outcome is how you begin to really understand how you can set yourself up for success to have super successful trials. Because a lot of times the reason why trials go bad or they go wrong is because you didn't meet the bride's expectation, right? And so in order to have a successful trial, it's really super simple. You just have to understand what your client's expectations are and meet them. So that's number one key to have a successful trial. Number two is to create the experience that are based on her expectations, right? So we understand, we have this clear understanding that, okay, a bride's expectations of her trial is going to be, it has to be perfect, right? Let's just, it always has to be perfect. That's just the expectation of the trial. So knowing that, how can we start to, number two, create an experience for our client that sets us up for success? 
right? Because we know it has to be perfect. So a lot of times what happens, and I'm going to go over some mistakes that are happening because I always think it's really important to understand what not to do, right? Like it's great to always know what to do, but let's make sure that we're not like padding extra things that we're doing that are wrong or that we shouldn't be doing that are being counterintuitive for the things that we are doing correctly, right? So number two, creating that experience for our client that that exceeds and meets her expectations. But before we get into the nitty gritty of that, let's look at some of the things that we're currently doing wrong within our trials, Okay. And I don't necessarily mean wrong, but I'm saying it's not creating the ex, it's not creating the experience and it's not meeting her expectations. Okay. Number one, a lot of times, and I was very guilty of this, I would go into the trial being like, oh, she's paying a trial price. So I'm just going to like show her a couple looks and then go home for the day. I don't even know if she's going to really book me. I don't even know if she's going to like me because she wants to do a trial first. So I'm not going to put any like real, I'm not going to put a ton of effort into it. If you're not, if you're not charging your bride for a trial or you're discounting your trials, you are not going to be in it a hundred percent. You should never, ever, ever discount your trial. Now you can give incentives for if they book the day, uh, if they end up booking you, you can give an incentives. Like if they book within a week after or whatever, you give them additional 10%, $50 off, $25 off, whatever. But for a trial, it should always be the full price, always be the full price of what a regular session should be. So If you're not charging what you know you're worth of what the real session should be, then why would you go into the trial session with full gusto, super, you know, being super excited, bending over backwards for the bride, right? You're not going to be like mentally in it. You're not going to be invested. So this is really, really, really important in, in making sure that you're not undercharging for your trials. You can still give incentives if they book. But I see this a lot of hap- a lot of times happening. They're offering free trials or 50% off trials or discount trials. And so the energy is not there when you go in. And what happens, the expectations don't get met to the client, right? So that's mistake number one. Another mistake I see happening is not getting, not requesting photos and not requesting um, images of the bride before the trial session. This is really, really, really important. This is part of your pre-prep. You need to know if you want to nail a trial and have, have a successful trial You need to really understand and know what the bride looks like, what she's wanting for her hair and makeup looks, and the level of transformation you need to get her to, and what that's going to take on your part, right? Because if she has really thin, fine hair, and she shows you a a picture of super thick hair that is probably either photoshopped or is full of 
full of clip-in hair extensions, right? There needs to be some prep work, prep, pre-prep work before the trial session even, right? Or again, the expectations are not going to be met. Or if the models in all her inspiration photos are super tan and she's very fair skinned. So I see a lot of pre-prep work of the trial not being done. And so again, the trial doesn't get executed and it's not being, it's not, it's not having success. So, um, and the last thing that I want to share that I see mistake happen, mistakes happen in the trial is just not communicating, not asking enough questions, right? We have to ask a million questions down to, I will, I'll never forget when, <laughs> A bride will pull out three inspiration photos and they're all completely different. How many of us have come through uh, a bride pulling out three different makeup looks of her inspiration and they're all completely different? And you're like, where do I even go from here? They're all different. And so I will sit and I will analyze with the bride exactly what do you like about this picture? What do you like about this picture? What do you like about this picture? And nine times out of 10, they don't even know that they like three different things from three different pictures. But you can decipher and sleuth that out, right? You can absolutely do that. And so you have to ask questions and then ask more questions and then reiterate and ask more questions. So going back, the second step to having a successful trial is you create an experience around the bride's expectations. So knowing what we know, think about it, what kind of experience can you create that is going to set your child up for success? And this was something I really had to look within. And I really had to stop and think and be like, hmm, I'm having a lot of anxiety going into trials. How can I do this inner work and create this experience so that I'm setting my client up for success and I'm setting myself up for success? So I had to start thinking about it. And I, and I allowed myself to create a little system and a little process for myself that allowed me to communicate to my bride and let my bride know that number one, your child may not go down perfect. It's really important to communicate to your bride in a way, again, that sets you up for success, but also communicates to her that if she's trying multiple looks, like the look isn't going to be perfected, right? Because you're taking off or undoing or curling one way, then curling another way, right? And so you want to sit and and just stop and think about what would I want to experience if I was going through a trial? And that's what I did. And I created this amazing uh, um, trial experience for my clients. And it's really been able to help me have super successful trials. And yes, not everyone is for you, but nine times out of 10, If you create an experience based on the needs and expectations of your brides, it's going to be successful, right? And so um, that leads me into the last thing 
And that is owning who you are in the trial. And I think this is something that as new artists in this business, I think it's something that we struggle with a little bit because we're still new to the industry. We are still trying to figure out, um, you know, what, what we like, what we don't like, how we like to work, you know, what works for us, what doesn't work for us. And so sometimes our confidence because we're newer isn't really where it should be. And that's okay. And confidence is something that definitely grows with time and with experience and just with booking more and um, kind of stepping in to, uh, you know, your higher self and just getting more confident and learning how to build a business. But you have to really understand that, and this is where the mindset shift comes into play. This is where a lot of mindset work comes into play. I used to go into the, a trial thinking that the bride, I would do anything the bride said. And the bride controlled the room, whatever she wanted. I would be the people pleaser. If she wanted this, I would do it. I just wanted to make my bride happy, right? But that wasn't working out for me because I was being put in a submissive position, right? And I didn't like the power that I was allowing my bride to have, right? Now, yes, your bride is the customer, the customer, and she is, customer is always right to an extent, but you also have to know that you're powerful too. And you also have to own your professionalism and you also have to own your leadership and you also have to own who you are as an artist, And by all means, if you have a hard time working with 10 other people in the room, then you as an artist have every right to to add a clause in your contract saying that no more than X amount of people can be in the room while you work, right? You are the artist. You are the artist. So you have to own how you want to work. How how do you want to feel when you work in order for you to perform your best work, right? And so I had to really think, I had to really own who I was and own my confidence and own up to myself and start seeing myself as an expert. And so seeing yourself as an expert and really owning who you are within the trial session and having that confidence is also going to set you up for success. Here's why. Because the minute, the minute your potential bride smells that you may not be confident or you're not really mentally there or your energy is off, she's not going to feel confident in your abilities. And so it's really important if you're trying to set both of you up for success and have a harmonious relationship to, to have your bride book with you and build that trust, you have to come in with a unshakable confidence so that you're able to that instills confidence in your client, right? She's like, okay, whatever you say, right? You have to own your confidence. And if you struggle with confidence within your bridal business, the best form to gain confidence is to get educated. Get educated in leadership. Get educated in business. I don't mean, and yes, getting educated in artistry is important, is is very, very important. But 20% is artistry and talent. 80% is doing business. 
And so I highly, highly recommend, you know, getting confident in getting educated and how to build your business, how to run your business, how to step into leadership, right? And owning who you are, because this is what is the foundational elements to creating that consistent income, right? Is being able to have super successful trials. And so what I ended up doing, and you can find this in my shop, in my shop on my website, is I created a bridal trial, bridal trial uh, expectations agreement. And so I created this based on my experience, based on my anxiety that I struggled with when I had tri- when I had trials. And what it is, is it's a great agreement that I send to every bride who is having a trial session so they fully understand what the expectations are within a trial from an artist and company perspective, right? So it sets, so it, it, what it does is you send this out to your client, to your bride, and it automatically shifts your bride's mindset from thinking everything has to be perfect to it paints a picture of what to expect of the trial, what's going to go down, what's expected of the bride so that she has a successful trial, what's expected of the artist as far as what you're going to bring to the table. And it really creates and sets you up for success. And so after I started implementing this bridal trial expectations agreement, and started really implementing these three elements, understanding what the expectations were from my bride, creating an experience around it, and owning who I was as an artist, I was able to really have successful trials. And as I started having successful trials, my anxiety started going away around trials, right? And yes, I still sometimes will have anxiety around trials, right? But at the same time, it's your business. If you don't want, if you don't want to book a trial, if you don't want to have trials, don't have trials. Tell the bride she has to book, she has to book the wedding day and the trial at the same time. It's your business. You get to decide what you want to do. So I hope you found that helpful. Anxiety within your business can really be debilitating. So if you find that you suffer from this, I really, really encourage you to find ways to look within and figure out how can I make this easy, right? How can I make it easy? How can this business be easy instead of complicating it? And, you know, it's the same thing when you run into problems with team members, or if you run into problems with whatever it is, like a difficult client, it's like how, like always ask yourself, how can I make this easy? How can this be easy? Because guess what? It gets to be easy when we allow it to be easy. So I hope you found this helpful. If you have questions, DM me. I'd love to connect with you guys on Instagram at the millionaire babe underscore. Please feel free to leave a review. If you found this helpful, you can also grab the trial expectations agreement it is in located in my shop. I believe it's I believe it's $20. You can find it at www.briannamichellecoaching.com. And I will see you guys in the next episode next week 
we're going to be talking about way, three ways to raise, actually no, five ways to raise your rates in a saturated market. So I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Millionaire Babe podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, found it inspiring, helpful, and motivating, take a screenshot of this episode, tag me at the Millionaire Babe underscore, and share on Instagram. And just for sharing, our team will send you a free business audit to help you get started in building the business of your dreams. Or to learn more about how to work with me, go to our website at www.briannamichellecoaching.com. I'll see you on the gram.